Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. What up, y'all? Welcome to Marriage Be Hard Conversations. I am Kev on stage. Miss Kev on stage. And we are here to talk about marriage, love, and relationships with couples, singles, all type of things. But today, we have our new good friends. Y'all don't know they are good friends, but they are good friends. Please welcome to the show... Los and Tara, y'all give me y'all <laughs> y'all real names before y'all introduce yourself. We went to Mexico with Los and Tara, yes. and boy, we had a time. Yes. Yes. Most of that time will remain within the people who was there. <laughs> Correct. But let me tell y'all, we got we some memories down in Cabo San Lucas. Boy, we was down in the people's country. Just know you can kick it with Los, but you can't hang with him. So, please, Losatar, introduce yourself, who y'all are, what y'all do. Let the people Lord. know what it is, what it ain't. Oh, man, what it is, what it ain't. Put your mic gonna, close to you, Lowe. What it is, what it ain't, what it's going to be. Uh, I'm your boy, Carlos Coleman, um, and I'm here with my beautiful wife. Katara Coleman. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, and she's from... Oh, okay. You know how we doing it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Green Cove Springs, Florida. Absolutely, yeah. man. And we just glad to be here, man. Yeah. If y'all yeah. don't know, Los was uh, in Churchy. Yes. Is what I want to say episode five or six. Uh, um, maybe four or five. I don't know. He was in one of the uh, cold opens from uh, Churchy. And Katara owns Southern Girl Desserts. Yes. yes. Southern Girl Desserts, which has physical locations and yeah, y'all be mailing. Yeah, we have yeah. two locations in L.A., one in Watts and one in um, Baldwin Hills Mall. There we go. Nice. Yes. Car be baking, but we just been hanging with <laughs> Los and Tara and Tab and Chance. And yeah. we've been That's how good. we met them. We met yep. them through Tab and Chance. Yeah. We, we was over there we learned how to play Tunk. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Come on now. We was playing Tunk over there. We were dropping on drop that 31 year yeah. You got to drop them. I didn't get to finish it. I got the game and asked the question and got man. the conversation. We you know, to, you know, know how to drop them. Oh, man, we was having a good time playing Tongue. And I, I, I play cool. a lot of, mostly spades. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Tongue ain't nothing but gin rummy for black. Yeah, it's, it's gin rummy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's in the same family. Yeah, it's kind of the same family. Tongue is a beautiful game oh. when you with your people and you at the table yes, and y'all but, know what y'all doing oh, and y'all yeah. talking a little smack. Oh, I'm going down. I'm going, and we sipping a little. You saying a little. Yeah, you having a time of your life. It was a good time. It was a good time. It was a good time. So on uh, the Marriage Be Hard podcast, as you guys know, we're talking to some of our favorite couples about the realities of marriage. Mm. And listen, marriage is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Marriage also sometimes be hard. And we're going to talk about a little bit of it all. You won't just get the hard part of marriage. We also talk about some of the beauties of marriage. So let's start with this. Well, no. Before we start there, please tell us your love story. Oh, How gosh. did you guys meet? <laughs> it's somewhat the same for a little bit until he started to, you know, go off and say oh, his man. part. So listen. We love two versions. <laughs> we love two versions here. Go ahead, man. I may as well go ahead and start since mine be changing. I'll tell you when you're not right. <laughs> We met at West Angeles Church of God in Christ. Mm, yeah. Under Blake. Um, yeah. yeah. Under Blake. Under Blake. Charles Blake. Yeah. Um, I walked into the sanctuary. In 2006, I want to say, mm. that yeah. was when I first saw her. Came and he up. had these long locks in his yeah. head. Yeah, yeah, locked out, you know. Yeah, yeah. y'all know those had locks. You know what I mean? Hanging and swinging. <laughs> and that time I had just took my braids, I, I think, so they were curly too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had on a, a ice cream plaid type Come shirt. Come on, you remember it. Absolutely. And when I hit the corner and she was standing in the wing, she had on a red peplum dress. Mm-hmm. No, come on and know that it was peplum. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Peplum? Peplum, okay. I don't know. I Whichever one. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> it I might be peplum. It. 
I don't know. We gonna find out today. They're gonna, gonna be in the conversation. First of all, it's right. Melissa's wrong. It's Pat. Hit the corner. She's standing there, man. She has short, spiky hair and just. I looked at her like, man, she is fly, right? And just that moment of when you see your woman for the first time and you had that thing that hit your mm-hmm. heart and it just kind of hit your gut, you don't really know what it is, but it's it's there. Yeah. And so from that point on, um, we would see each other in the wing. I never spoke to her at that time. And so I saw her again at Tuesday Night Bible Study. Mm-hmm. We would have a Tuesday Night Bible Study for the every Tuesday the for the young adults. And I was standing on the wall. Let me tell them how you said it. So, <laughs> so standing on the wall, this is our first time having an actual interaction, and he stands with one foot up on the wall. Oh, no, you and... ain't post up, did you? <laughs> hey, baby, you know what I'm talking about? You you ain't post up, I had to let him know, you know what I mean? I'm in the church, but I'm one of them coolers, you know what I'm saying? I'm not one of them lames, you know what I'm saying? I love God, but I love how to hang out, too, you know what I mean? Lord, so he goes... What up, shawty? <laughs> Straight that's, Atlanta. Not, that's the first thing he ever says to me. And I was like, oh, you're from the South. <laughs> you know, because I was so excited because yeah. I was like, oh, I met somebody, you know, from the South being from Florida. Like, yeah. okay, somebody cool in L.A. Yeah. And from there, he, I had a, um, a T-Mobile flip phone, you know, that sidekick. Yeah, side and so, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the sidekick. Be different out here. Yeah. And I was like, you know, we gave each other, I, I, he gave me his number and... I was supposed to call him because we went away for like Christmas or yeah. whatever, and she I didn't call, call him. him. Mm. So I don't even. I think your number was wrong. In no, the phone. I gave you the right number. Don't. Uh, me. No. <laughs> I don't remember why I didn't call him, but when we got back, I was like, "Oh my god, this is why I didn't call you." And so not long after, he asked me out for Valentine's Day. So this mm. we're in that time right now. Speed through it. Don't speed through it. Don't speed through it. Don't speed through it. Don't speed through it. Like a month later. She came back from Christmas. Yeah. And I was like, are you trying to play your boy? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know when you give your number to I'm a lady. I'm trying to play you. You want to see if she, if she interested in you, right? Yeah, yeah. Versus sometimes that call. Yeah. I, I, you know, I started the movement of making right. sure, are you, do you like me like I think you might like me? You know, to give me a call sometimes. But what gave you the inclination? Was y'all just um, like catching well, each other's y'all eyes? Y'all stay close other? most of the time. Make sure y'all oh. stay close. So we, I wanted... we saw each other for a month or two yeah, just every looking Sunday. At each other so like catching eyes? Catching eyes. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so y'all, y'all catch each other we on the worship? Like, we girl, did. Watch yeah, worship. Her praise was well. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. I saw how she tarried before the Lord. You did what I'm saying? I passed the same test. And so when I saw those things and then she came in, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Go go time. Okay, so I made it. the very first introduction mm-hmm. and of course she went home but when she came back, I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, y'all. What's up? Hey, holla at your boy. Hey, call me. Uh-huh, uh-huh, and she was like, oh, you know, this, that, and the third, right? <laughs> but what she gave me at that time now was the business card that, mm. I, that oh. I still got to this day. <laughs> Do you, you really? I mean? <laughs> and she said, well, let me give you my Florida number, eight five zero. So she gave, I said, like, okay, I get the, the real thing now. You know, and I looked at the card, I'm like, man, she really about her business too. Um, so it's just all those things. Played and that's why I didn't want you to speed past, you know, mm. because I had to pull up I, on I you because you yeah. tried to play your boy. You know, know how when you get in that part of your life where you like, I'm not really trying to like date nobody or yeah. nothing like that, but then he came along and it just kind of opened up that yeah. opportunity to really get to know who he was because we really were friends for a long time yeah, for before real. we actually started dating. So mm. I think we were friends for maybe 
three, two, three years yeah. before we made it official. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 We were, friends. We were y'all hanging out in, in we like mixed company or just we alone? Were. In, in ministry, I didn't mix, you know, yeah. alone at, at times. Um, like she was saying, I called her and we had a long, long conversation, conversation. Like a real long conversation. And Valentine's was coming up because it, it was around the new year. Mm-hmm. And so I asked her, like, what you got going? You know, what you doing for Valentine's? And she's like, I ain't doing that. Well, I ain't doing that neither. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You want to come through? Um, and so that was the first time that we actually had an official yeah. date, date together. Yeah. Where she yeah. came to my apartment downtown I on Wright Street. I went and brought a new dress. Um, yeah. <laughs> I did. I was so excited. And he cooked dinner for me. Did you, Lowe? Oh, I cooked. Yeah. What, you, what you cook, Lowe? I look broccoli, uh, chicken, and cheese casserole. casserole. There we go. <laughs> Come on now. He went to what he know. Broccoli, yeah. chicken, and cheese. That's the go-to Y'all. meal. You did? Then he was like, we gonna watch ATL because you gotta know where I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> so we watched the movie ATL. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But she was, so, she was so yeah. real though. Like, because we just sat down on the floor. I had a full time yep. in my new dress. I didn't have a bedroom. I was, was in a studio. a studio. Yeah. You know what I mean? With that small kitchen, with that small bathroom. <laughs> we sat there, watched ATL. She ate my food and loved it. You know what I mean? I took my time. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That boy's This batch got to be right. Yeah. Right? Can't, can't have too much salt in there. You know what I mean? I need the ratio of mushrooms and broccoli and rice to be right. Um, and the fact that she came through. And yeah. we talked even more, and we got the chance to know each other even more. That's really what sparked this love story to be able to stand here to this day. And uh-huh. through it all, man, we just been we've been yeah. cool. So, how many years it. is that total? Y'all been together and Fif- married? 15, 15 yeah. 16 years together. Because I don't you know, even not count the years we were friends because we were still like liking each other and. You know, kissing we on talking. each other. Oh, we y'all doing a little naked? Yeah, we were talking. We were talking. We were doing going out on dates and stuff but it, we, we weren't exclusive right. and you yeah. know we weren't like that but the, when we really got exclusive was in 2009 2009 mm. that's when we said we're and I said hold up I gotta go put it on Facebook I gotta <laughs> <laughs> I gotta update it's only official remember when you had to update your yeah. Facebook status it was real status. it was real and I, mm. and I knew it was getting closer to that because he was taking me around his people mm. you know yeah. his friends that's when I you know first met Tab and Chance when he was taking me around them and yeah. you know going around the, you know other friends and family yeah. and things like that so I was like, okay, so we're moving yeah. towards something serious. Yeah. yeah. And that's when we made it official. Oh, that's amazing. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break, and then we'll get into the rest of the episode. <laughs> let's take a break from this episode and tell you about our sponsor, Better Help. We all know that in the day and age that we're living in, we need help. It's me. I'm the person that needs all the help that I can get. You all know that I love love and relationships. I host this podcast. I wrote a book about it. I had a previous podcast. But what I also know is I don't know it all and I can't do it all. And so having an outside third party come in and offer you different perspective, offer you some interventions, those kind of things I have found to be extremely helpful in my personal growth, development, and my um, pursuit of my goals, like trying to accomplish my goals. Uh, Kevin and I, obviously, we do have a therapist that we use. We had such a really great session about a week ago. 
uh, maybe a week and a half ago where our we were talking about a conversation that we had that I walked away thinking it went really, really well. Kev had a completely different experience uh, when we left that conversation than I did. And so we ended up talking about it in therapy. And like, I just like apologize. I was like, I am so sorry, because I promise you, like, how you received it is not at all what I meant and I apologize I didn't communicate correctly and it landed on you that way and that I was like completely oblivious that like it hurt your feelings and I, I'm responsible for that and I really truly didn't mean it so like I am so so deeply sorry and it was just like a really really great session and I know we couldn't have done that like had that breakthrough on our own you need that third party to ask the questions and just kind of circumvent defensiveness and kind of get to the meat of what you're saying behind like the words that are coming out of your mouth and I just find that therapy is one of those tools that can like really really help you like navigate your relationship I've found that marriage is nothing more than the constant negotiation of your differences and having a therapist there that can help you negotiate those different differences and navigate those differences has been extremely easy um, has been extremely beneficial and better help is a great way to start therapy if that's something that you're thinking about why because number one it's entirely online it's designed okay like its whole way that it was designed is to be convenient flexible and suited to meet your schedule and your needs it's really easy to start you're going to go online you're going to fill out a brief questionnaire they're going to send you a few different matches and they're going to license therapists and they're going to have their bios and like their skill sets and what they're good at that kind of thing and then you can choose which one you want to work with and if you choose them you have a meeting you realize ah this kind of doesn't doesn't vibe with me uh, you can change at any time to, at no additional charge. BetterHelp has thought of it all and they do it all, okay? So right now, if you are looking to start your journey to uh, in therapy, if you're looking for more balance, if you're just looking for help, if you're looking for someone to talk to, BetterHelp is the way to start. What I need you to do is go to betterhelp.com slash M-B-H. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash M-B-H. Now let's get back to the show. <laughs> Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you all for supporting the Marriage Be Hard podcast. What are we talking about, Liz? Well, right now we're talking about Katara and we're just going to call you Tara. That's fine. All right. Katara <laughs> and Lowe's, uh love story. This is a beautiful love story. So you guys started dating or no, you met in 2006. Yes. Mm -hmm. Became official. It sounds like Valentine's Day 2009. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were official from the beginning. But we were official from we, the beginning. We but oh, 2009, that was I had left church. I was in a um, I was in class you know, just learning Old Testament. Mm. And so I went to her apartment that night. I said, come downstairs. You know what I mean? And she came down. And at that point, I'm like, listen, we either going to do this or we ain't. Like, How old are you guys? Twenties ah. in our, in our yeah, late twenties. Um, okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Late twenties at that time. And so that was 2009 when it was official. Mm -hmm. Set in stone where we say, let's rock. Let's make a move. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yep. Okay, now let's fast forward your official 2009, yeah. mm -hmm. and then when do you propose? What does that look like? Ah. And then go straight to when you guys got married, okay. so then we can talk about marriage. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, so I proposed to Tara in 2013. Okay. We were down in South Carolina at our brother J.R. and Precious's wedding, mm. um, and I had thought about doing it on the beach, just us doing it, and they were like, nah, man, like you can do it here. I 
I'm like, you sure? Right. Because I ain't trying to be that one. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. I wasn't trying to be that one. <laughs> they were like, nah, man, you can do it there. And so um, talked to mom, had moms and pops come in because I definitely yeah. needed to have her family there. Yeah. And so Etta James at last was mm. playing and we were just dancing. But hold up, right? before we get to that. Okay. So we're I'm sitting at the head table, right, because we were both in the wedding party. Yeah. And Los is out on like, but it's in a march because it's bay. in South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> he was like out in this like to God. He was out there, and I was like, "Oh, look at him! What is he doing?" Like, and I just at that moment was like overwhelmed with like love for him, mm. not knowing that he was going to propose, not knowing he was out there praying. Oh, wow! Look at that man! Of I God. did not know. We talked about it later, and I was like, "What were you out there doing?" And that's what he told me, but. That that was in preparation for that night, and when he asked me, I have I would have said yes, but having that feeling and that experience prior to him asking, it, like mm-hmm. it was it. confirmation mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. he was the man that I was supposed to like marry. Mm. That's beautiful. Yeah. So you can beautiful. go ahead and continue with this. Story. So you know that was the proposal. We had a great time at last, but you know we were dancing and then everyone backed up. Oh, oh right. this is yeah. nice. Yeah, so I, 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 let, I let the wedding party know. You know what I mean. Did you so, feel like wait what something first, happening? Like because I had always told him that I wanted to be proposed to after that song, but in that moment I was just with him. So it it wasn't clicking. It didn't click until I'm like, where everybody at? <laughs> where everybody? And I'm like, oh. everybody backing up, and then I instantly went into like waterworks. Like yeah, I did yeah. not want to be the girl that cried like that. But y'all, I actually ran away. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Everybody was like, it was like, yeah. get back there. You know? I had to hit. It, I had to hit it with that with that with that deep. <laughs> Come back, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Come on over here. <laughs> I, I literally ran away because I was like, oh, my God. You know, I can't believe this is actually happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, Etta Jane started playing in the song. Everybody's out the way. It's just us in the middle. And he gets on one knee and he just starts just going through our love story and telling me how much he loves me and how he was looking for uh, looking for a dime, but he always had a, a diamond. A diamond. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to rhyme. No, that. Man, you know, a low key poet out there. Thing. <laughs> but it was just absolutely beautiful. And then he pulled the ring out, and I was like, "Wow!" So it was already an amazing moment. Mm. And then he, went, my mom and daddy, don't popped out, and I yeah. lose it again. Yeah. So it was just a, a beautiful. That's beautiful. So fast forward to Emma. My yayo. Yeah. We okay. got married down in Miami. Okay. Yeah. The year of our good Lord and Savior, 2014. Yeah. July 26. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And I'll go ahead and let you talk about Miami. I'm just kidding. Oh, my back. God. You know what so, I mean? Miami was one of the best times of our lives. That was mm. like the best way to kick off this union because yeah. we had all of our family and friends there. Mm. And when I tell you, we, they all came down. No one knew his family versus my family because uh-huh. they just jailed together. So much, they're jailed together. There's yeah. so much alike. And <laughs> on the elevators of everything. Like, and you couldn't like, tell oh, them apart. They were kicking wow. it together. Man. And I'm like, oh, you know my girl. We met. This, you know, we bam. And I mean, we had the best time. We started on that Thursday. And we did. Um, say the weekend. We did the mm-hmm. say the weekend thing. Say the thing. weekend. Don't say no <laughs> we day. Had, say the weekend. We had Cognac. That's a good that's idea. Cognac That's how I'm doing my renewal. Tell us about chicken. Come on. Cognac, chicken, and cards. Chicken and cognac. I love it. Triple C. I love it. So we had everybody come up to the suite we had and play cards, drink cognac, oh, and ate this. chicken. That's the blackest thing. Hey, hey. Stay going down all day. Cognac and chicken. Cognac and 
ticket and card. That's it. Yes. With some time, it's time to kick it. We having a good time. This is how I would like to spend the evening. It's so good. Yeah. And it was it was just great. And I actually did my my bachelorette party down there that weekend. So he did his too. Yeah. And then we went into that Saturday. We had rented this big bus. And like 50 of our friends got on that bus. It had a DJ on it. We had drinks. It had a little other little entertainment. Had a pole on there. Man, we can talk about it. 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 It had a pole. It had a DJ. And we had it ready. Yes, Lord. We had a time. We had a time. night. And we took 50 of these people and we went all the way down to like Brickell mm-hmm. in Miami yeah. and had this hall rented out. Oh, I love it. And everybody ate. Like, it was like a Cuban spot. Dolores, mm-hmm. but you, you can, can call, call me Lolita. Lolita. Oh, God, best Cuban food ever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a, hey, Wait, y'all... that's the name of the restaurant? Yeah. Yeah. Dolores, Dolores, but you can call, me, you Lolita. Can call me Lolita. Yeah. That don't even match as a name. You know it's going to be good. It's so good. It's good. When we were doing, you're going down there like planning for the wedding, I wasn't planning. She told us about it. She was like, y'all need to go try it. So we tried it. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about, we was like, yeah, they going to love it. this. Yeah. Yeah. And when I tell you, they, they love that. It. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And Absolutely. it was great because we allowed, we had all of our friends and family who weren't in the wedding who couldn't give a speech like the day of yeah. mm-hmm. to be able to, to say things. So y'all talk we, tonight. Y'all yeah, y'all talk tonight. They try to do it at the wedding. They'll yeah. try to take it from you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Taking the last break of this episode to tell you about Manscaped. Ladies, What's around the corner? Father's Day. That's right. You forgot, didn't you? I know you did. That's okay. I'm here to help you. Father's Day is around the corner, and you need to get the man or the men in your life a gift, whether that's your daddy, your husband, or your brother, okay? Now is the time to start thinking about it, and I have the perfect gift for you. It is called Manscaped, okay? They're here to get your man together from face uh, to waist, okay? They have everything that you need. This is the perfect gift, okay? Have him join the over 8 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get 20% off plus free shipping with the code and use code MARRIAGE at manscaped.com. Male grooming is important, okay? I know, men, y'all don't know it is, but it is. From your face. We like a good, nice, smooth face. And, and, and Manscaped's going to help you get there. Not only that, but for the times where you make the men in your life a dad, okay, follow me, you also need, you know, some care in the below-the-waist area, okay? Follow me, all right? I know You see what I'm saying between the lines of what I ain't saying? I know you do. Uh, so let's start with the ultimate Father's Day MVP, the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Inside this package, you will find a signature Beard Hedger Trimmer, Beard shampoo, conditioner, beard oil, beard balm, and two free gifts with their signature beard comb and scissors. Let me tell you something. Kev uses the uh, beard oil. Actually, he uses the shampoo, the conditioner, and the beard oil. Game changer. Men, if your beards are scruffy, if they are rough, if they don't feel gentle and nice to the touch, you probably need to shampoo it, condition it, and add oil. Do not neglect the power of taking care of that beard and getting it real nice and moisturized and glistening under the lights. Don't, 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 listen, don't sleep on that, okay? Get your man 
ladies, get your man together. Let him know. You got to shampoo that thing. You got to condition that thing. You got to put some oil on that thing, okay? With 20 haircutting lengths and a signature guard, he'll be able to craft his look like never before without the mess in the drawers. Something we ladies can all appreciate. And if he doesn't have a beer, he needs to try the Performance Package 4.0. This beautiful bundle is absolutely daddy or zaddy material. It includes their signature Lawn Mower 4.0, brand new Weed Whacker 2.0, ear and nose hair trimmer. Okay, they include a ball deodorant, a toner, boxer briefs, travel bag, all the things, okay? So what I need you to do right now is go to manscaped.com, use code, and use code MARRIAGE, and get 20% off plus free shipping. Make this Father's Day one he won't forget with Manscaped. Again, that's manscaped.com, use code, and use code MARRIAGE. Get 20% off plus free shipping. Let's get back to the episode. You got <laughs> I used to wipe those but <laughs> exactly. We don't need that right now. All those we don't stories need that we told right on that night. <laughs> yeah. And it was just so beautiful to hear from them and how yeah. they felt. So we did that, and then that Saturday was the wedding, and it was, it was, it, the wedding was great. It was, it was, it was awesome. It couldn't have been any better than what we could have imagined. And then the next day, everybody went to the beach and was in the water for hours. Five, six hours. Wow. Yeah, from like my six that hours, seven time. hours. That sounds amazing. Just hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Just hanging yeah. out. Yeah. Kicking it. And then the last little crew stayed back that with that Sunday night and we all went out. To oh, yeah. We went out down. to, uh, to the, it was a little South ocean, Beach, South Beach oh, yeah, on we Ocean Boulevard. Ocean mm-hmm. We had drinks this big. We were just in. We just had a good time. Yeah. Our last little group hung out with this us. This is great. I love man. it. That's yeah. how you do it. That's yeah. how you. Do it was it. good. It was my yo was good. That That's was fantastic. That was uh, I want to go back. Yes, <laughs> I see the smile on your face. It's bringing back good memories. It is. Okay, so you guys have been married now for how long? Then nine eight, years. eight years, nine years oh, in nine July years this year. Okay, yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about how did you guys get through the pandemic? How was that for you guys? Mm. The it pandemic was, was good for us, it was. honestly. Um, we literally had just came off of a high because my brother had got married New Year's Eve, mm. right? And so we come back into L.A. like, man, we ready to rock and roll. Yeah. You know, yeah. January hit, February hit. I had some things that I had to do, um, surgery that I had to have mm-hmm. on my back at the top of the year. And so, right when the pandemic hit, that's when I had surgery. So, I was laid up on my back for real. Yeah. Right? And in that, it was a real deep moment of thinking about what life is going to be going forward. Really praying at that time for the blessing of healing and all those things. So, we were really in a space of come what may, we're going to be good. Right? With that situation, with my physical situation. So, when the pandemic hit, we stuck with that mindset as much as we truly possibly could yeah. through it all. Um, and so we really had a real good time during the pandemic with each other, and we got a chance to talk even more. Yeah, Like, that thing, they were like, if you really like your partner for real, you're going to learn it. We learned out. it. Mm-hmm. Like, we really learned it. Like, And I told her a long time ago, a lot of times more than I love you, I like you. Mm. Yeah. And I found out why during the pandemic. Yes, yeah. that's beautiful. She made days great, and the days that she wasn't feeling it, I made them, tried to make them greater for her. Yeah. And so we had a... You know, that's how I felt like the pandemic was for us. Yeah, yeah. we was spending time in the house, and I was grateful because I'm a business owner, so I, I don't got to go nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> I can stay home, and we can just have this time together because anytime I can spend with Lois, I'm with it. Like, yeah. I really enjoy him. Mm-hmm. So being 
he had to stay at the house with no I, oh I, I'm sorry I can't come you know yeah. I don't have to do all of that I can literally be locked up in the house with him we had a good time. Yeah. I mean, because we both like a lot of the same things. So as far as television, having conversations, like cooking, mm-hmm. and we we just really use that time to just really grow and get to yeah. like you know know each other even more. Yeah, okay, l- let's take a really quick break uh, to hear from our sponsors, uh, and we're back. Thank you so much to <laughs> our Marriage Be Hard po- uh, sponsors. We're talking to Katara and Lowe's. I love this. So you guys have taken. Uh, COVID as an opportunity to grow and learn. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us um, some of the things that you did? Maybe that was very intentional during mm-hmm. that time because everyone didn't have a good time during yeah. during mm-hmm. the yeah. pandemic. And so maybe at this stage of their relationship, they're looking to grow and reconnect mm-hmm. with their partners. What are the yeah. some of the things you either did or you do to maintain that connection with one another? Well, the pandemic was op- eye opening for me because for a long time, I ain't gonna even lie, I thought I was like perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know everyone this thinks is a that shock. I am this is shocking because I, I actually do think Katara is perfect Katara is a really am, good time Melissa, no, I am I'm doubling I don't know why they're laughing <laughs> I am serious it was I a realization did. for me like you know I thought I was perfect I did yeah. I, not, not that I okay so not so much that I thought I was perfect. I, you know, every, no one's no, perfect. Yeah. But I really thought that my mistake, right. you know, and that, you know, because Carlos is very transparent and very open about how he feels and, you know, and anything that he's working on. And I'm more like, well, you know, I listen, but mm-hmm. I didn't really, wasn't sharing my stuff. Mm-hmm. And this gave me the opportunity to open up and say, well, you know what? I know that. I do these things and I can work on this and I'm going to use this time to work on me mm-hmm. and to become a better spouse and a better friend to you and not necessarily just put it on you yeah. for, you know, things that, you know, may happen yeah. that I do play a part that I can bring some things to the table that aren't necessarily good, right. yeah. you know, and I'm thinking like, well, I, you know, I'm good. No, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that, that sounds was, a lot like vulnerability yeah. though, too. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was yeah. definitely vulnerable. It was definitely a vulnerable space for us mm-hmm. to be at that time. And two, we, we were both essential workers. Like once I was healed, I could got back to work, you know, mm-hmm. with her having a bakery, she was able to still go mm-hmm. into the bakery yeah, and make sure true. that the community was fed and got mm-hmm. their sweets during a dark time. Mm-hmm. So it still gave us some time to come be apart mm-hmm. during that moment. But what we did intentionally was we started going on walks more yeah. um, that we still do together today. We really were intentional about getting up during the pandemic and not just sleeping, sleeping days away mm-hmm. at times to be able to spend that time together in the mornings. So those were a lot of the things that we carried through. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we went to church still. Like Y'all went in the sanctuary? No, Y'all no, 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 no. Y'all was online. We yeah, were literally was in the living room. With two chairs one Sunday, oh, yeah. you know, got dressed the whole night. Got dressed? I, 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 had a whole, I had a whole trench coat on, Kim. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? That was Easter that Sunday. Was Easter. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I got dressed, you understand me? But I had on the flops, though, because I kept it real. Right? Um, and so playing games and all of yeah. those different things allowed us to really be intentional yeah. about that time. And be mm-hmm. intentional about each other, be intentional about our conversations. And that's where we said we needed to be willing, right, mm-hmm. in this moment to just 
deal with whatever we got to deal with because we ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And through yeah. it all, we're going to still be here together. But it, it gave us time where we really had to have some moments because yeah. she came in one time when I was laid up and she was like, man, this is hard. I don't know how to take yeah. care of you. You you hurt, can't walk, your mm. mama here. I got the business yeah. over here. You yeah. calling me, I'm calling you. And so, yeah. Yeah, I was stressed and I realized that wasn't right. <laughs> um, but and, and that's when I that's really when my whole checking myself came into play. Cause he was like, you know, you really made me feel some kind of way when you was like, you know, I'm I'm laying up on my back and you're like, this is hard. And for me, I was like, even though it may have been challenging, that wasn't anything I probably should have expressed, <laughs> you know, <laughs> in in the moment. Because I'm one of those people who can go through something, feel something, and then like I can hop right back mm. out of it. But in that moment, I just felt like I overwhelmed, overwhelmed, and mm. I had to like tell him because when people not feeling good though, they can get a little snappy, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So that's real. You know, he was coming at like from over here, and then I had like the business is definitely booming in 2020 with people wanting sugar and. <laughs> To help with whatever they were going through. So it was. You know, and this was before we even kind of knew COVID was um, like long term. Like, how long it's going to be here, we Mm -hmm. don't know. And so it was like very, you know, um, scary times in a way. Uncertain, uncertain, not knowing like how how things were going to work. So yeah, I was all over the place and I. I, I had to have some come to Jesus moments because I, I was I was mean a little mm. bit and not I was mean. And, and <laughs> it was good though, like it needed to happen. You mm-hmm. dig what I'm saying? And I think that's the one thing that I love about our relationship. Mm-hmm. And for me personally, I'm a Taurus, so I know I can be stubborn. I can be very headstrong about yeah. a lot I'm a of Taurus things. too, but I have none of those qualities. <laughs> <laughs> Literally <laughs> not. I'm Tell head soft yeah. and I am not stubborn. I just whatever everybody wants. Okay. Soft. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know that. what this stuff and is. I heard <laughs> yeah, and so when it came to head, like it came to a head at a time where you know you can't run mm-hmm. physically. I couldn't run. You know what I mean. You mm. can't go to work. You know you can't do none of that. And so you got to deal with that. And so it took those moments of me healing physically, us healing mm-hmm. collectively, spiritually. Her having to come to that moment, like man, this is hard. Yeah, and me mm-hmm. really having to hear what she's saying. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's the other part. That's like, sickness and health. There's times mm-hmm. when absolutely. You, I may have been laid on my back, but my mind was still strong. My spirit was still there, and right. I, my ears didn't wasn't broke. Yeah, right. yeah. my back just hurt. Yeah, yeah. everything so, really bad. I can hear what she's saying. I had to hear her heart. I had to hear all of those things, and so we got a chance to really break that down. What it meant for mm-hmm. her to be like it's hard. Now for me, sometimes. I felt like I need to get up fast mm-hmm. at that moment. I felt like I needed to like I need to heal. Jump in the action. I need to heal now. You right? And but so you she don't want to take care yeah. of me, so I need to heal. Yeah. <laughs> you took that all the way over to the other side yeah. of the mountain. Well, not so much that you didn't want to take care of me because you were, but that if it's hard, I don't want it to be hard for you. I gotta I gotta take that. Yeah. I gotta take that burden. I gotta off take you. that burden, right? Yeah. And so if it takes me getting up for it not to be as hard mm-hmm. with I'm I'm part of the reason that it's hard, right? Yeah. So let me remove me from the equation sure. right. to try to help the household. Now, of course, as a man, it goes into different spaces. You're right. 1,000%. And having to now deal with those things. But outside of that, that was the thought process. Not mm-hmm. so much that. It was yeah. like, 
let me remove myself from the equation by getting yeah. up and getting going. You know, I think it's so interesting, Los, that you say as a man. I think, it, I will be honest, probably the last year or two, I realized how many marital issues that I brought into our marriage that stemmed from as a man. Yeah. Mm. I should do this. Absolutely. Mm. As a man, I should be strong. As a man, I shouldn't share my fears. Mm. As a man, your problem is my problem. As a man, I'm supposed to fix stuff. And then as as a as a partner, though, that stuff doesn't work for right. us. Yeah. Right? But I'm just watching my dad, my pastor, the deacons, and all these military, retired military. They ain't mm-hmm. shared an emotion with their wife in the history of ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They ain't never shared a weakness. They ain't ne- shed a tear in life. Mm-hmm. And the problem was what was working for them, or maybe not working, wasn't working for me. Right. Yeah. But I didn't have no other... Uh, example. Mm-hmm. Right. These are the only people I saw was my dad. He ain't sharing no weaknesses. And that's what you bring to the table. So you bring mm-hmm. and you, not mm-hmm. only is it a problem, you think it's the right way. Right. Yeah. Right? And then yeah. at the same time, you know, we kind of all are conditioned by patriarchy. Mm-hmm. The man do this and submit and all yeah. that type of stuff. So my wife hasn't ha- is having issues with this line of thinking, but feeling like if I say this, I'm not a right wife. Yeah. I'm, I'm nagging and that's, stuff. Yeah. So now you both thing. just getting into some some bad habits you know, basically carrying on the relationship of a generation past mm-hmm. yeah. and thinking, oh, my granddad was married 20, 25 years, 35. And a lot of times they were unhappy. They were unhappy. Yeah. 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 They just could not go nowhere. Yeah. Right. So they was like, she can't go to work. She can't get a credit card. So this nigga finna be who I'm with. And she yeah. Did, yeah. She's like, I'm going to just go ahead and, and, and deal with that. Yeah. You know? We got you a lot know, of color purple marriages. Man, yeah. like, and that's one thing that we discussed was, first of all, we discuss um, role gender roles before yeah. we got married. Yeah. Like, do you expect me to cook and mm. wash the dishes and be the clean the house and do do all of the things, mm-hmm. or is that something that you want to play a role in as well? Right. So yeah. we discuss gender roles. We discuss um, later into the marriage, actually, because I brought in because I came from a two parent household. My parents are still married to this day, 42, 43 years, and I saw what they did and thought that I had to come in and like not create. I I didn't t- say a lot. Yeah. Because I was like I don't want to create um tension where it don't need to be. You know, if my husband says something then I'm just going to be like, "Okay, bad, cool." Mm-hmm. Even though I am 100% not in agreement <laughs> <laughs> with what and he's saying. Her husband would ask her, I'm okay. "I I, I want to hear your voice." Yeah. You know what I mean? I would really. I want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. Right? Because I, I knew me. Mm-hmm. Right. I knew left to my own devices, I'm gonna do me. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so in that, I was not knowing how to articulate it in fullness mm-hmm. at that time, early on in our relationship, but mm-hmm. more so just saying, I need to hear your voice because of the things that I'm still working through right. in this marriage because of what I saw growing up. Because I want. Right? I also want to add this too, because my brother-in-law Greg, he's from the South, mm-hmm. he's from Atlanta as well. I, I would venture to say, I don't know if there's many, much research on it, but I think Southern black men also have a level of mm. more strength than even black men from across the United States. There's, mm. you know, where racism was the most prevalent. Yeah. I don't disagree. Yeah, I, I feel like they like yeah. the more strong, more staunch than, you know, yeah. than other men or people like me who bounced around a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, or Los, I, mean, I, I want to ask you, do you feel like there were some parts of your 
character that you had to adjust to be a different to be a good partner for her that were contrary to how you were raised or the way you saw men. Absolutely. Because for me, I bounced around a lot myself. Mm. Right? I was raised in a single-parent household. My mother and pops got divorced when I was four or five years old. Mm -hmm. I saw those proceedings. You dig what I'm saying? And mm. so I saw a lot of different things that they went through at that time. Um, some things that were traumas for me mm -hmm. when I was four years old, mm -hmm. three years old with mm -hmm. them. Um, that I saw, but at the same time, I always longed for my father to be in my life, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so not seeing them together, for me, was always, I need to do whatever I can to pull them back together, right? right. And that created a level of problems needing to be solved and things of that nature. So if there is none, I'm going to create some mm -hmm. so they can Create a problem just so you can yeah. fit. Ah. Right? And so some of those things <laughs> began to create things for us where we would move around a lot where I didn't have to deal with a lot of different things because we would leave, move different places yeah. here and there, left Atlanta, moved to Memphis. So, but I saw my guy, my grandfather when mm -hmm. I got to Memphis. Mm -hmm. That was a pivotal portion for me to see a man with his wife every day, every morning, getting up, going out, going to work, grinding, hustling, doing what he had to do. Um, my uncles played a very pivotal part in that. But they all had their thing too yeah. that I still saw. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it was for me, I call it pieces of a man in a lot of mm -hmm. different ways. So I had to find how to be a whole man in our marriage. That's mm -hmm. so good. Lose. Yeah. Right. That's, That's so good. good. And so God blessed me with a woman that allowed me to grow through that process. Sometimes you don't get those partners that's gonna allow you to really walk through that and grow through that with yeah. you. And so for her, where she's saying she was perfect. She was perfect mm -hmm. for me. You mm -hmm. dig what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. To be oh, able to good, keep moving forward. Yeah. And so we were, one of the songs we listened to during our wedding and on our wedding party songs was perfectly different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Because I recognized and realized that we did come from two different worlds. Mm -hmm. A world that I desired to have, two-parent household, all those different things, but yeah. I did not have, but I was cool and comfortable in my own skin from how I was raised. I love my mom and my daddy. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? What they went through is what they went through. Yeah. If they had not gone through it, I couldn't sit here today being who yeah. I am. Right? right. I couldn't be the man she needed or desired, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I couldn't be able to see myself when I was doing things from a Southern perspective because I want to get to your question real quick too. What I saw was a man cooking in the kitchen. My granddaddy cooked every morning. Mm -hmm. he, so when I got married, he was like, you ready to get in the kitchen? Oh, my God. Yes. And I didn't understand that parable. Right. You know what I mean? Until right. I got married and really like, oh, okay, let's get in the kitchen. Yeah. Like, let's, this is where the heat come. And this is where I was the most secure and the most stable for the most portions of my life that I had to deal with me. Yeah. You dig? And we had mm. to do it together as yeah. a collective. So. Man. Do you guys... Um, Mm -hmm -hmm. I'm going to take the last ad break. Okay. Thank you so much to the Marriage Be Hard sponsors. <laughs> what was you about to say, Todd? <laughs> well. <laughs> marriage be hard. <laughs> and talking and acting. <laughs> it be hard. Mm -hmm. What I was going to say was that I do feel like, though, in that time of me keeping, uh, just not speaking out as much, he needed that to to kind of just do what he needed to do and 
it allowed me to figure out, okay, how do I want to, who is this man that I'm dealing with, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm looking, I'm, I'm, I'm listening, I'm observing. And, you know, now I know how to really talk to my husband in a way where I can be vocal. I can say exactly what I need to say. And it can be received because I used to keep it a little bad because I'm very like, when I hit, I hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when I told him, you know, working, looking after you is just a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. And so I was like, okay, I don't want to be that person because I know that my words can be very brutal sometimes. Yeah. Like, and and so I wanted to also be careful with how I handle, you know, my words. So now mm-hmm. I know how to communicate better. Yeah. And I can say exactly what I need to say. Has communication be hard? Because yeah. it does. Mm-hmm. It, <laughs> really it, hard. Is. Yeah, it does. I remember listening to we were having a conversation and, uh, you know, trying to be more honest with each other. And, and I mean, she said this with the most conviction and love. If you can't be honest with me and remain kind, mm-hmm. then we have a problem. Mm-hmm. Like, you ain't got to talk to me crazy. I wasn't talking to her crazy, but mm-hmm. we were talking about, like, more vulnerability, more honesty, yeah. more openness, more having conversations without trying to protect. I mean, uh, trying to protect her by not saying stuff. Yeah, right. She's yeah. saying, "I want to hear that stuff." And my first reaction, bullheadish, uh, Taurus is what they say, but I, I believe in Jesus. You know, <laughs> feeling like you know, you know. I remember saying like, "Oh, so you want me to hurt your feelings, right? You want me to just give it to you straight?" And she was like, "You, you ain't got to." Right. You ain't got to talk mm, crazy to me. Yeah. You can be honest, but be kind. And yeah. I think um, by the grace of God, one thing my parents' marriage showed me is my they they argued. I never want to say they didn't argue. They argued, mm-hmm. but they never argued out of pocket. I got yeah. you. Like they had some cal- some calmly tense mm-hmm. things, you mm-hmm. know? So I learned that my dad never called my mom out her name, mm-hmm. never yelled. And previous relationships, I remember my mom being with... uh, my sister's dad and it was slamming the table Mm. smashing egg sandwiches yelling and cussing Mm. so luckily for me that was only a small window of my life and the majority of my life is a man who collected himself yeah uh, was was kind was loving unconditional but i imagine if i lived in that first relationship the majority mm-hmm. of my life I would have a totally different outlook absolutely right but I I hadn't that hadn't been asked of me to be honest that yeah. honest you know I thought being a man or oh, this this is how I protect you yeah. you don't even worry about none of this stuff and I remember we were having I want to say money issues because it wasn't that it was just like it was a lot of money spent at once I feel you. Mm-hmm. so I'm just like well I will tour for the rest of my life now mm-hmm. I thought I was only gonna do six months. Now I'm doing. I'm doing. <laughs> I'm going Tupelo, Mississippi, Galveston, I'm Corpus on the Christi. Circuit, circuit. I'm going circuit, I'm circuit, on the circuit. Circuit. Chicken circuit. <laughs> and you know, we had to have this conversation. First of all, she was like, "You realize, like, the money issues ain't money issues." Mm. Uh, and the other thing is, um, we just needed. All I'm asking for is for us to talk about it. Yeah. Right. Just to yeah. share it. But my answer to your uh, earlier point, Loso, about fixing is. I'm gonna fix it. Mm-hmm. We spent a lot of money at once, paid employees, payroll got paid twice. Somehow, money was in an account that shouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, it's my responsibility to go out and replace yeah. it, and that's not my sole responsibility, right? Yeah. Right. And just sharing my feelings, nothing really changed about the scenario, but just sharing my feelings with her is like, this makes me feel like I need to take more dates. Yeah, yeah. was something I never did. Yeah, in the past. 
Man, that's 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 the beautiful thing, right, about marriage because you still got to grow through it. Yeah. Like, whatever that thing mm-hmm. is, you still got to mm-hmm. grow through that, right? And I yeah. choose that word carefully because I we adopted not going through anything. Mm-hmm. And I believe the things that we speak out of our mouth has really grown in our marriage for real and yeah. has, with seeds planted and that are now forming and, and bearing good fruit in the way that we communicate and the way that we talk to each yeah. other. Because as you're saying, like, to be honest, to be truthful doesn't have to hurt. Right. right. It's already going to hurt. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, because I don't want to know what you, I don't want to hear that. Yeah, it's yeah. already going to hurt. And so you now, don't have to be mean on top of that. You ain't got to be mean on top of that. And so I had to learn that as well because there were spaces where I was mean, mm-hmm. right? Where I knew that, man, this is how I feel. This is what I'm trying to say. It's how I'm feeling, and you just gonna hear. And you feel like, oh, and you asked for this, yeah. so I'm gonna give it to you. I'm, I'm gonna ask for it like that. And, so, and I was and, mad because I wasn't saying, you know, right. what I want. I'm like, but you, but you. <laughs> and then it's like tit for tat because now yeah. it's, I'm, it's late. Yeah, so now we talk about something else. You talking about something else? We didn't yeah. talk about this. The, the, I'm like, but when you did it, you did that. You did that. Shout out to Cabo. It came from me not speaking up in those moments. Yeah. So then right. when he does something or did something and I wanted to be like, well, he was like, well, you should have said it then. So I'm learning to say things in the, in the moment, moment. Mm-hmm. versus waiting because then it becomes a tit for tat where yeah. I'm bringing it up because something he triggered yep. right, for yep. me. Yeah. And I think that is like that is one of the hardest things about, um, I wanted to say bless you, but I don't know what you say when people cough. Uh, I don't know. One of the things that's so hard about um, communication is that you do want to protect your partner. Mm-hmm. You want to protect their feelings, but you also want to be like honor how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And so finding that balance between like not hurting someone's feelings, but also being yeah. honest, yeah. I think is the journey of communication yeah. yeah i think that's why it's so important um to find like listen to podcasts read books you yeah. know even low-key sometimes you could find a great person on social media that's sharing like tips and tricks i follow yeah. this guy i don't remember his name i'm not gonna try to tell y'all <laughs> uh, but he gives like a lot of um he gives like a lot of tips on like you know relationships and how to communicate and all of these different things and I find them really really useful yeah. because they're a great way you are going to do what you saw yeah. yeah yeah so if you saw your parents pick fights you're gonna pick fights if you yeah. saw your parents fuss and argue and throw things yeah. and yell at the top of their voice that's what you saw that is what you were going to do if you saw yeah. them be quiet. And not say anything, but you felt tension in the air. Like, I know they is mad at each other. <laughs> yeah. But ain't yeah. nobody ain't said a word. That. Yeah. You picked yeah. that you, up. You picked that you up. Pick and up. so it teaches you in your relationship how to do those things. So you have to unlearn. Unlearn. And then relearn. Let me stop you because I'm going I'm to interrupt. But it's Go a ahead. good interruption. Go ahead. You just, you've just made me realize at this moment in time, I am doing what I saw my dad do. Absolutely. Mm. He picked up the burden Himself, mm. my mom's also disabled. She she's okay. legally blind. She cannot see. Mm. Shout out Donna Goodo. Um, so he he was in the army, right? He picked up. He drove her. He she also had three kids. Yeah. So he took on the burden of of three kids at one time. He never complained. When there's an issue, he went out and got it and did it and mm. picked it up. And for me, I'm like, well, this 
saved us. Yeah. We would have been in El Paso forever, being nothing. My mom yeah. couldn't see like so, but I didn't realize that 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 picking up without saying nothing yeah. is men pick up the problems, yeah. men solve anything, yeah. men do stuff. My wife, my mom, his wife, my mom could not work. So yeah. they can't share that financial burden. Right. Mm-hmm. That is not the exact scenario with me. Right. Right. But right. I'm I'm doing verbatim exactly what he did and applying it to a situation where it does yep. not fit. Yeah. And what's worse, thinking I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. So when you say something, I'm like, good girl trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I'm doing what my yeah. daddy did. Yeah. This is my daddy house. Yeah. I'm yeah. doing what I saw Giving a you great the soft man. life. Yeah. 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 I'm taking, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. He had to care for my mom because yeah. she couldn't work. So he got it. That's, again, my wife is able-bodied, thank the Lord. Yeah. And not only is she able-bodied, it is her desire to desire. work. Yeah. If I yeah. sign a deal tomorrow and they say, Kev, you got $200 million, 500 million, Melissa would still work. Yeah. yeah. Right? But I was trying, even to this moment a couple seconds ago, I want to re- replicate what I saw because I saw that was good. Yeah. I saw mm-hmm. my mom not have to lift a finger. Yeah. So I'm trying to do that, but that's not who I married. Right. Yeah. My wife worked. We both worked Man. before it was even legal. Yeah. Yeah. She had a paper route at 14, <laughs> yeah. was working at KFC at six. I'm talking about we yeah. was both working under the yeah. table. Then we came up top of the table. Yeah. Ben had W2, W9 all the time. So I can't apply one-to-one on a situation right. that doesn't exist there. But I realized through therapy, personal and couples, your inner child and childhood stuff, you are either duplicating or replicating mm-hmm. so much of that, and almost all of it is you are unaware of it. Mm-hmm. You don't even realize don't. that you're afraid of this, afraid of abandonment, afraid of this, trying to replicate this, mm-hmm. didn't like your dad, didn't know you. Whatever those things are, we replicate those relationships <coughs> as adults. Unless we understand them and confront them, yeah. you are you are doomed to repeat them no, without yeah, even preaching. knowing you're you're doing it. Yeah. That's why being therapy like, dog, everything happened to seven year old Kev? Bro. Yeah. He didn't this little boy was going through it. Come he didn't on, even realize he going through hell. I thought I was hey, having listen, a good time. I'm in Atlanta. <laughs> Crying yes. <laughs> on the side of Mildred Street, right across from Clark Atlanta. It ain't even in my house no more. It's a parking garage. I should have been let this go. But I'm, I'm out there because my therapist said, man, you need to go get him. Tell him he all right. You Aww. know what I mean? Little Los is all right. Little Los all right. He did. He let him know he's okay. Mm. And so I'm out there and I'm yeah. writing and doing all those things. I'm like, this is crazy. Bro. <laughs> you, 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 we were just in the car on the way here. Yeah. And I told him, I said, you know, a lot of times when we respond and we do things and it was connected to our childhood, yeah. we don't know how as the responsible, new, you know, therapized person yeah. to yeah, respond like that. Yeah. to yeah. that. You, you're literally responding from that place of hurt. Or whatever that circumstance was when yes. you were that yeah. that child, that actual. So child. the work is getting from responding as the child and responding as the the, the new, new person. One hundred percent. I literally that was good, Tar. I literally just had a similar experience on a Monday. Monday yeah. On Monday with my therapist, yeah. she had me go into my mind and find little Melissa and what is she doing and like go comfort her and I was just like. <laughs> It was so, it's so overwhelming. And I, listen, I read a lot of the books. Well, listen to them, I'm not sitting down reading. I'm audible too. Yeah, be on audible. (laughs) I listen to a lot of the podcasts. I follow a lot of the accounts on social media. So I do know a lot of things, but that doesn't always mean I do the things Mm -hmm. that I know. Because you are going to respond from the place of the five-year-old Melissa Mm -hmm. that thought, 
I had to earn the gold star. Yeah. Like that's my thing. You know, I, I'm the good girl personality type. So I'm like, oh, this is how people approve of me. I get good grades. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm respectful and responsible, and I do the things, and I raise my hand very mm-hmm. politely, and I mind my bit. Like these are the things that make me a really good girl. Oh, and you like that? She's such a good girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's so well behaved. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. So I'll do more of that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so now that I'm an adult, it's like, well, you can break free of that a little bit, yeah. you know. And so trying to figure that out and what that looks like, it's like, girl, I'm not all the way. I don't. Mm-hmm. And then you bring that that energy that mm-hmm. unhealed five-year-old seven-year-old mm-hmm. into your marriage yeah and oftentimes you find out you find the people who make make you relive those things man you get attracted to that because yeah. that scenario feels familiar absolutely without hey. even realizing when it. i tell you she danced on them and <laughs> to this day but i'd be like dang <laughs> Everything that you do that I'm needing to work on is a reality for me in this moment, Mm -hmm. right? I got to work on this because if I don't, then we need to find, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But she does. And I was like, that's crazy. I tell her all the time, we are definitely two peas in a pod. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the things that I do dances on the things that she had to come up with and Mm -hmm. come up through and like, oh, okay, Mm -hmm. all right. Let's work on this. Yeah. Right. We, come, we come from the same side of yeah. trauma. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's let, let, let really deal <laughs> yeah. with this. You know yeah. what I mean? It's trauma just, street. Yeah. And But <laughs> also those people. things yep. help you, too. Oh, Absolutely. Like, those, the way that you protect yourself when you a child, because I don't want to make it seem like everything is trauma neither. Right? No, no. Because, it's not all bad. No. Yeah. It it's not all bad. It's just, it, it's usually un, I, I'm not diagnosed, but it's, Undiagnosed, yeah. like you don't realize that. Like I, I tell the story, undealt with. Undealt with. Yeah. Like when I got my first apartment, my dad got stationed in Spain. It was a hardship tour, which meant your family can't come. So oh. I'm in uh, tenth, or not tenth grade, no, uh, sophomore like a, year, uh, college, sophomore year of college. Mm. So it's either go back to El Paso and drop out of college, and I'm not doing that, or be stuck. So I got to get in my own apartment. My dad co-signs for me. First month rent, I'm late, like a day. Cause mm-hmm. I they they the, the first was on a Saturday, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh cool, I got till Monday. Monday. <laughs> they put the eviction notice on Saturday. Whoa. Oh wow! I said, God, oh, the bank ain't even open. What? Right. I can't what you put in there? What y'all want? So I asked my dad for two hundred dollars, and he was like, I'm gonna give it to you. But I can never help you again, and I'm gonna tell you right now, the world only cares about you as much as you can pay your bills on time. And he was not being mean. He really just didn't have it. Yeah. Right. He had to support two households in two different countries on one income. He ain't got it. I took that advice literally. Yeah. Which means I'm never going to ask nobody for help ever again. And I'll never mm-hmm. even tell nobody I'm struggling. But I didn't, in that moment, I wasn't like, man, what a terrible father. I was just mm-hmm. like, okay, man, yeah. I, he ain't got it. Right. Mm-hmm. It took me years to realize that I built er- uh, so much of my personality on doing things by myself. Yeah. Nobody's going to help you. You got to get it out the mud yourself. Like, yeah. even when it didn't apply no more. I have my wife to help me. I got teams. I'm still like, don't nobody love you. Like, I yeah. added stuff. Don't yeah. nobody love you. Don't nobody hey, respect man. you. You got it. I was like, he didn't even say all that. He, he just said, said he had two hundred dollars right there. Right? I, I, I just said yesterday. I just said yesterday to my business partner. I don't got to be friends with none of these employees. I'll do it myself. You know what I'm saying? And she's like, you can't do it by yourself. I say, I will. I do it by myself. Yeah. Because you just kind of adopt that. Like, like my, you know, my parents were like, why you didn't ask? I don't want to bother nobody. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be the 
the good, the good perfect girl, girl mm-hmm. who don't, mm-hmm. you know, don't cause no problems. Sure. And that has, that came into my adult life. And that's that little girl that I had to be like, girl, mm-hmm. you got to let, you got to stay back in 1985. Come on. Yeah. And now we got to get into 2023. Now you can cause a problem. And yeah. yeah, yeah, you speak up, do your thing, say yeah. what you got to say. You you got your, you done did school. Right. Yes. This yeah, is life. Real. Life, yeah. real. And life is real. You know? And if you're not, if you're not careful, oh, I know what I was going to say. The thing about trauma, I actually agree that we overuse the word trauma. Yeah, I don't I, think that I, everything yeah. is trauma. I feel like there should be another word. But mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say is every what is true is that everything impacts you. Yeah. yeah. You either lean into it and become that even more or you rebel against it. One thousand percent. And I think depending on just kind of where you fall again, mine was I lean into Good girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, oh, you want me to be perfect? I will do everything in my power <laughs> to, not <laughs> to not be perfect. Right. And like, well, intentionally, I will tattoo my body. Yeah. I will have the kids. I will do yeah. whatever you tell me. You should not. I shall. Yeah. I absolutely 100% <laughs> yep. I You're shall. You're exactly right. So you end up. And you're be- still doing the same thing. That's what yeah, I'm saying. That's real. You're just you, doing the opposite. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the same. Everything. Yeah. Either way, up- you're unhealed from it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You're unhealed and everything you do ends up being informed by things that you saw or experienced mm-hmm. as a yep. child. Yep. So I know my therapist always asked me, she asked me this one time in a uh, marriage counseling with Kev. She was like, um, we were talking about my good girl and you know, and I'm, you know, in my mind, the my Melissa, she does this to me, you know, mm. this is, you need to stay in line. You need mm. to be doing this. So she's like, who is it that you see? And I was like, girl, me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yelling at yourself she's like yeah but you learned it from somebody me I don't know who like I didn't have a traumatic yeah. childhood yeah. I had good parents they did yeah. the very exactly. best yeah. that they could I wasn't abused I wasn't yelled at yeah. I wasn't called like girl it's me you she's like it. no you did I'm like girl you want Kev always used this example you want to pull back the Scooby Doo mask and it's like hey. yeah yeah but it's me though it's yeah. me I already know it yeah. like I'm the one holding myself to this unattainable yeah. standard of perfection mm-hmm. yeah. nobody else did nobody it. else she's mm-hmm. like yeah but you learned it I don't know what to tell you you okay. picked it up that's real and no that, that A felt good yeah that, that certificate felt good that's what that was it that's was how a, you validated yourself yeah. yes. I'm telling y'all we was we, we got our business stuff together without getting too much details but we used to have everything in one account mm-hmm. coming from bankers we like we know you ain't supposed to do that mm-hmm. but we ain't had to figure it out so there's a number I had in my mind that this mm-hmm. account should never go below that at the same time we made the business decision correctly these businesses need to be itemized mm-hmm. the money from podcast needs to go into the podcast pay the podcast employees mm-hmm. money from merch needs to go in for mm-hmm. merch we set this up I'm still looking at the one account like that number ain't right no more. Mm. Melissa, like, you know that all the money ain't going there no more. <laughs> they all going to these different we, Now, we talked about that, but in my mind, like, sometimes you get set in yeah. your mind yeah. and you got to let that go. Yeah. Mm. What is it? And my therapist, boy, therapists be good because they, what does that mean to you? Mm-hmm. What does that number mean to you? Yeah. What does that success mean to yeah. you? What the is meaning, this? Yeah. And you really be putting, we really Yeah, be, because no, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, nothing we do is has an unassigned meaning. 1, Everything means something. something. So a look, you're like, girl, I was just, yeah, but 
what it meant to me or what it felt like is yeah. that you said you don't like me. Or yeah. <laughs> what I heard you say through the look was, I'm dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I heard you say. bubbling. Yes, because that's what it is. What I heard you say through that look is, you right. I don't know what I'm doing. You said what you said. And we done applied something that the person never said. Absolutely. We created a whole thing. Oh, we will be the best authors. Pulitzer Prize winning. This right here. Oh. So my therapist, up there. <laughs> one of the moments that I had a true breakthrough moment for he was like, listen, most men, most black men, well, when we first went in, me and Tara went together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our very first session, we went together. And that's why I still thought I was perfect. And so, hey, <laughs> listen, yeah, when I session. tell you a brother telling her, how about we just take everything off of you <laughs> and put it back on him? You're great. Like, He's like, why is she even, why is she even here? <laughs> You know what? That's what I've been saying this whole time. You are correct. Matter of fact, can you refund me Come for my on, personal? <laughs> Charge him twice. Yeah, you should have just doubled me up because why did you come? Right? He was like, all right, we're just gonna take everything up off her and put it right back on you. I know that like, didn't help. What's going on? And so I'm sitting there like, man, this is crazy. But at the same time, I'm one of those guys, like she said, I'm I'm very forthcoming. You know yeah. what I mean? I was raised to be able to, to talk, and my mama made me and my sister. You ain't leaving until you talk about it, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so, as being an open book for me, because I never cared too much of how people thought about me, so I thought, um, in that moment, I was just to be able to just tell him what I was dealing with, yeah. what I want to work on, mm-hmm. and all of these different things. So he was like, he told me these things about, like, that's dope for you to be able to come in here and do this, but he said, a lot of black men, we either fight, flee, or freeze. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you don't run from your problems like that. And you're not a fighter like that, but you're frozen. And so that's where the exercise came from, having to go to Atlanta and really think about the spaces of my life. Mm. What does this mean to be frozen? What does this mean to be stuck in a place? And so I realized I had a great childhood, Mm -hmm. right? Through the course of my life, I had a great childhood. I can't complain about none of it. Undealt with issues, issues that were not dealt with through the course of my life. Moments, though, flashpoints. Yep. But like I said, we moved around a lot, so instead of dealing with it... You're gone. I'm gone. And you don't realize you're applying things like Man. that. Man. Because it feels comfortable. I remember... I was the reading give Smith, and go. Yeah. Give and go. We read Will Smith's book, and he's talking about how, you know, he started making people laugh to prevent his dad from getting mad so he, she, he would hit his mom. Mm. And mm. then his dad was a general. He was a military person, so he adopted that personality. And you either give 100% or nothing at all. You're like, it was on some Ricky Bobby, like, you yeah. the first or last type stuff. And the problem with that is his success came from that mindset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100 million, I think it was like 10 movies in a mm-hmm. row, 100 million dollars. And what that means to him is that not that I'm great and I'm doing good. It means that if a movie doesn't hit $100 million, I'm a failure. Mm. Even if That's it hits the value 82, attached to yeah. it. Yes. Even if it hits $82 million. Yeah. Right. I remember being mad at himself. Because a movie hit eighty-two million. Wow! Because mm. it wasn't a hundred. Yeah. And that's where if you don't process that right, yeah. I, well, I tell y'all, I figure out in therapy that the Kev on stage persona, right, came from essentially boiled down. I used to play sports, AAU basketball, football. Mm-hmm. Was really good. I make jokes online that I wasn't good. Mm-hmm. It was good. It's not the truth. 
I was out there hooping for real. No, Kev was good. You know, I'm out there hooping for real. I just don't want to talk about yeah, it. No, Tay Lager, you had to be. Yeah, you know, because they're going to try to call you to the court. They're going to try to say, they're going to say, what's up, Kev? Show it to me. Kev was still good to this day. I was out there hooping. Don't let the body feel you. It's because he's competitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm out there hooping for real. Yeah, Kev will will himself to win. Right. So, but my parents were busy starting businesses and stuff, so they were never at those games, right? And I've seen other friends. You know, my, my one homeboy's dad, retired military, he's driving all the way to every away game we have, three, four, five hours. Like, no other parents are coming to that yeah. one. Mm-hmm. He's there. And that's the person I'm noticing. Melissa's parents at the track meets and stuff. So I'm like, okay, y'all didn't come to these sports. I'm going to get so big that everyone will know this, mm. right? Millions of people will come to my games, yeah. mm-hmm. these shows or whatever. And that is all just because people, the people I did, I wanted to be in those stands weren't right there. there. Yeah. But the problem is my mind don't think that's a problem. Like I'm out here sold out, sold out, sold out, sold out every weekend, yeah. sold out and didn't realize that was the people you want still ain't there. They still ain't there. Mm-hmm. Now my parents are like, man, when we was working, we saw yeah. we didn't know how much it meant to you. Yeah. Yeah. If we knew we wouldn't we wouldn't have did that stuff. And I'm like, wait. <laughs> and they also be at everything. And now they be at everything. <laughs> everything. Yeah. Now they get yeah. down my nerves. It comes full circle, right? <laughs> my mom yeah. go I home. Said, pull up to the show. <laughs> Can you give my son the bill? He in that green room. I didn't yes, say that. Yes, yes, I, yes, ooh, yes, they be, yes. Ooh, they be now doing you have home. every time I'm all in within five hours in North Carolina. I'm coming. Oh, she yeah, said. I remember what you said. Yeah, I was yeah, there. I went, I I went yeah. there. Can you go ahead and just fly me there? No. I'm now I'm you know too much. Yeah. I want you to go back in time and go to my games when I was playing. Eight. Right. <laughs> nah, you done come to Richmond. But, but the point oh, is, hilarious. and my therapist, my other therapist said this. She said. The thing about it, everything isn't bad. You just need yeah, to know true. when to use that mm-hmm. stuff. Like, right. I can be a cutthroat businessman. Mm-hmm. It ain't about never doing that. Because mm-hmm. some people really are trying to play you. Right. Yeah, you absolutely. really got to protect yourself. You got to know. Yeah. And sometimes you really got to have that hard work mentality. Mm-hmm. And you really got to get after it by yourself. Mm-hmm. It's just when you don't know why you're doing stuff. Or you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. Or you're doing it and you're unhealed. You're trying to fix something that... that there's never going to be enough people in the stands yeah. if I really wanted my parents there. Right. Right. Madison real. Square Garden being sold out ain't going to matter if it's just two people I really want to see there. Yeah. yeah. Now they coming or my wife, I'm I'm chilling. You know, I, mm-hmm. but I still got to go do that Madison Square because I'm that nigga. Right. Yeah, that's right. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. But it ain't talk from a place it. of unhealed trauma yeah, anymore. It's just yeah. out of competitive, like healthy competition. Want. So I think, I, I don't know how our, our parents were not doing therapy. Our grandparents definitely weren't Absolutely doing therapy. Absolutely not. So I, don't, I can't even blame them. Melissa always says that she gives her mom a lot of retroactive grace mm. because like, they really yeah. was doing the best yeah. that they could with what awesome, they had. Man. You know? I talked to my mother last night. We had a great conversation and she she was in Atlanta not too long ago walking down the street where we grew up on Boulevard. And mm. she was like, man, I never thought I was going to feel how I felt, right? Walking down yeah. and just being in that space. Yeah. It, it took me right back being... Right back. With you, my sister, mm-hmm. y'all little kids, in that apartment, a little three-story high-rise <laughs> right. on Boulevard. and You know what I'm saying? It took me there. Yeah. And so, but she... It, it was such a beautiful conversation because she was like, man, I realized... How much I've grown mm-hmm. and where yeah. things started for mm-hmm. me, right? It's the change started in that apartment. Yeah, so I had to go back there. You yeah, know what I mean, and so I love that. like you said, they they everywhere now, right? Now they, they everywhere they at, all, at all the shows. So it comes mm-hmm. for a circle when we find balance in it, you know, because it's not all bad. No, it's not, not at all. It's just, it's no. just and they were trying to build a life for us. Yeah, yeah. they didn't realize at the time like. 
you trying to provide like the army ain't paying enough, so they trying to run a little side business. They wasn't, you yeah. know. But there's one or two occurrences where I got a game, and you come home, and you watching Jeopardy, and I attribute every game to Everything that. Everything to that. Yeah. yeah. Every, to like, that. Yeah. Put them in, in my game. That was one, that's that was what one it is. time, though. When you longing for that parent or for that yeah. man in the child's yeah. mind, that's One thing the, sticks. It, it, yeah. it, 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 it is every game. And you create, I mean, they, who knows how long they have been at the house. They right. probably just sat <laughs> there. Nah, yeah. they was there it, all day. The <laughs> they knew my game was happening. They and I scored something. They did not support me. Y'all watching Jeopardy? But they that's how they are. But no, no, yeah. you were finna go into the game. Show up. You know this game finna start. Who is Kevin? I had one. We something. watching Alex. Yes. Yes. Come on, true. I mean, that's what therapy offers. It allows you to. You know, my therapist, because the perfectionist thing, she's uh, actually I have a life coach and therapist, but they were both talking about like you need to start practicing more self-compassion. And I think that's what therapy allows you to do is not be who you are without being unaware. It allows you to be more aware of who you are. Otherwise, you're just going through life like me really, really hard on yourself all of the time. And then you talk to someone and you realize so everybody's not like this? No. Oh, I'm the only one that be talking to myself like that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, okay. I remember my dad and my mom apologized. They said, man, we are so sorry. Could you forgive us for this? I said, I, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> this is a quarantine in my... Y'all not supposed to apologize? Yeah. I want to be mad at y'all. I want to stay in that place. It makes me feel good. I don't... Comfortable. I, 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 and he said, my dad said, you never even uh, told us. Yeah. You right? Yeah. yeah, I just been holding on to that. I never yeah. told y'all. Yeah. Y'all was fueled by fire. Yeah. yeah, my bad. He was like, "You never." I ain't, we well, ain't realized emotional. Like, Don't call it out, I'm sorry. girl. I'm sorry. Now it's over. Don't, I felt the twinkle. It's <laughs> all good. Now it's she called it out. Come on, the now. show is over. Let it go. Go to the wine. Go. go to go to Los Angeles. Don't it. call it out. It's improv. They told us to call it out. This ain't improv. This is life. And I want to be. This is not. And no class no performance. I'm sorry. They did me this like that. They right did me. You did that. You that did that. that. You, <laughs> you go out there and you tell, you tell that child. You tell them parents. You did that. Yes. You're the reason why yes. I'm emotional right now. Just showed up. They and I, the other thing what you're saying, though, is so real, though. Because we do want to have something to complain about. I want to yeah, be mad. Yeah. But I, I want to be mad. Come on, Child, I because if you stay in the good, I want to be mad. Now I can't. Now so what? now what do I do? I st- now I still got to hold it. Now how, how, how I can't blame going? y'all. Yeah, how do I go y'all. through you life said... with you forgiving? Yeah. Right. That's yeah. my whole So I just like, like not worrying about you. That's what I learned about my father too. Yeah. Giving grace. Oh yeah. Giving grace to those that you feel hurt you or wasn't there for you or whatever it was and they finally come and apologize or they say what it was for them. Yeah. And now you still sitting there like, but this is what it was for me. And they're like, I feel you. I'm on this one. No, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You gotta, I'm, you gotta move I'm, on to I'm yes. at this stage left. I can't Duh. do it no more. And so now, when you sitting with yourself, Grace for self is, man, really the beautiful thing about God showing yeah. us who we are in his image. Yeah. Because if we can't give ourselves that grace and we can't see ourselves and be like, man, I. Right. I. Dog. I, I meant to say, listen, yeah, you, you yeah, really yeah. unlock something talking about grace. My real dad, I, I was mad at him forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't call me. and You got to text me. I'm shooting. I'm shooting. You got to text me. You can't call me. Like, you want me. You, you know, you, you, you want to do things your way. Mm-hmm. I'm busy. You got to text me. Everybody got to text me, right? 
told him this. This man said, I drive a uh, 18-wheeler mm-hmm. for a living, 12, 14 hours. If I text you, I lose my job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I lose my job, I can't feed my family. I am sorry. that I can only call you because I can't have my hands on the wheel. When I tell you, I was like, Muted. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> what? Do I do with these motions? <laughs> because you, you have just a ain't yeah. You calling me because you want to talk to me, you really and you talk also to me. got to pay the bills. Yeah. yeah. When I and then the other day, I don't even know. If I told you this, Liz, because I didn't know what to do with the feelings. He called me and I was shooting. He texted me and he technology resistant. I mean, mm-hmm. like, you know, worse than my mom who can't see. She get the Siri to working. Yeah. He texts me, man. I, I I called you, couldn't catch you. Just want to say hey. So now that text is like, oh, my God. You done did what I asked. You done did what I asked. How now can I be what? mad at you? Now all my people that I was mad at is is acting right. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be a failure now because all my doggone yeah. people, I'm on that journey. Yeah. I got to create this yeah. scenario. Right. I, I need that chip. I need I need but chip. You don't believe in me. Yeah. And Cameron, I know what you said behind my back. Does it and no, you don't affect yes. me. Yes, does it, well, the, yes, it has to. Because yeah. trauma becomes your personality. Mm. Yeah. That pain becomes a personality trait. If you don't heal it, then yeah. you will you will you will misapply it to people where it isn't there. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I'll make Melissa the villain. Yeah, you because I was really villainizing her. Two boys at home. You don't come to meetings with me. She like, I, 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 yeah. I'm picking up the kids so you can go. Right. Somebody ain't got to be there for me. Otherwise, yeah. I don't know how to function. And now that was, right? I, would, I did that with Tara. You yeah. Know what I mean, there would be moments. It's like she grinding on her side with the business. I'm acting voice or whatever. I'm on. But when it was time where I needed something, and I'm like, I, I want you to be the one to get this to me. Like, yeah. I feel like you're supposed to get this to me, especially yeah. when I've articulated to you, this is a space of concern for me. Yeah. So now it's like, I, come on now. Right. I, I need you. I need you. You know what <laughs> I mean? And she's right looking now. like, man. You got me. <laughs> but this, but this is, I can't, I I can't I get you on look. this one. And so we were talking the other night, and I told her, I said, man, I come into the realization that you are not supposed to be my everything, but mm-hmm. you are my everything. Yeah. Like, That's good. Let's I go off find, on that. That's good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Other spaces that can fulfill the things that I need, because it does come from spaces where if yeah. you ain't there for me, who is? Who is? I was doing that to Melissa. You you need to be there for me like my parents was. My therapist was like, she is not your mom. Yeah. Right. You and matter. it's a heavy burden to yeah, carry. Yeah, like you giving yeah. her unfair stuff. Like yeah. she ain't, she can't, she's your wife. She ain't supposed yeah. to be there in the stands for you. Like yeah. that's another issue you got to figure out. And mm-hmm. a lot of times this, and I get this, you know, I'll close it out after this. People be like, I don't want to do therapy because it's too much work. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, really? If you in there for real, it is a lot. Oh no, yeah. it is work. Because the more work you do, all you really do is uncover more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you'll ever be fixed because you still fall into your old habits and mm-hmm. stuff. But I feel better as a person mm-hmm. after at least, even if I make the mistake, yeah. at least I can identify yeah. and come back. Because a lot of times, you got in my, tools. Yeah, I got tools yeah. to apply. Other times, I'm just doing stuff and I don't even realize why I'm I'm doing this or feeling this way. Mm-hmm. At least now. I know where it's coming from and I can more properly deal with it as yeah. opposed to just not knowing why I'm doing stuff. Just yeah. that's the shadow work, my therapist calls it. Like mm. you gotta understand why you do stuff. It's the stuff you're unaware of. And the dangerous thing is doing things you don't know why you're doing them, why yeah. you're repeating the same behavior. Yeah. And why you just no matter who you with, as people leave relationships, 
and find it's somebody come new. With you. Yeah. If you won't do that work, it's gonna you're going to find you. the exact person you just left. Because yeah. you are still time. you. Yeah, it's going to yeah. Just like Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, that man says, no matter how fast you are, you can't run away from your own feet. You yeah. cannot. Hey. <laughs> dang. Come on, bro. I said, that children's book, I mean, movie. It be speaking true. No, yeah. I said, hey. dang. Watch that tonight. Hey, you be trying to run off your legs. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. You yeah. trying to go so fast. That shadow on the fire, Big nubs, man, for <laughs> real. <laughs> That's Yo, good. Cloudy with a we chance to meet Bob. back. Hey, man, man, we love time. y'all, man. That was a good time. Love that was y'all. a good time. But see, what people don't, like, we, I feel like we done kicked it off, like, from get day go. One. Day yeah. one. That's why I know y'all good people. I was talking to Tad the other day, and I was like, you know what? I was like, they, they just... Good, good people, people. Yeah. you know, like just yeah. yeah, y'all automatically felt like family, and oh, you know, yeah. it's it was like, immediate. You've been out here in LA for so long, you don't really meet new people you like you. Know, you already yeah. made your establish your 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 Boy. family group, and to be able to like be able to like say that y'all are you know that now after we've been here twenty years is you met a new friends. Yeah. yeah. We was doing that yacht. Yeah. Living Boy, it. Okay. Was hey, come on, man. The wind Didn't nobody was blow- care. Come on, Bellies was out somewhere in shade. Me and Larry said, those look like me. Yeah, you look like me. I said, this is what I think. Come on, now. I don't need Chance. Come on, now. Chance is thin. Get him out of here. Not nourished. You know what I'm saying? You looking at some healthy brothers. You know what I'm saying? some cornbread and green. Me and Lil had the cornbread and green. And we look like it. Look good. Look like it. Yeah. Making friends as adults <laughs> is hard. Yeah. Child, that's the next book. Yeah, yeah that is. Making yeah. friends be hard. It's not friends easy. Be hard. Yeah, not yeah, easy. It's not but easy. when you can, you know, when you can laugh and not take yourself too seriously as yeah. a couple, as human beings, as a couple, as human beings, and then you find people that are like-minded. Yeah. And yeah. You can see, man, God working in them just like God working in yeah. us. And you just, okay. We're going to be all right. Let's yeah. talk. You know yeah. what I mean? Let's get yeah. to know each other. Like yeah. she said, it was instant. It wasn't no, yeah. wasn't no nothing. It yeah. was just what it was. And it was this is what, what it was. is. It and so that's a beautiful thing. Is. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of the things, just as we close out, that really inspires me with uh, Los and Taro, because we've seen them, obviously, a few different times interact together. You guys have a genuine friendship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, and that is so like above apparent to me that I enjoy, you know, it's, it is so easy on social media. I follow a lot of couples to commodify your relationship mm-hmm. on social media. Cause like, listen, you can make a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> being a social media power couple. Okay. Yes, um, so there is a lane for it, but to see people, you know, Oh, let me move this to see people um, off camera and uh, there's very specific moments when we were actually in um, uh, Cabo because mm-hmm. that was the first time we like hung out. Well, that's the first time I met y'all. Yeah, first time we hung out. Yeah, it was all of it. Hung out, met all things all together. All one, one time. Mm-hmm. Yes, and you guys were like off in your own personal world. <laughs> <laughs> together and I was like this is the cutest most adorable thing I've ever seen yeah. in all of life yeah. and I think that is what is um, not only is it inspiring but it's so authentic it's yeah. so real and it's not Thank something you. that you know I have to post about or you have to see and we have to like figure out a way it's just like no we just like each other very yeah. much a lot and that's very much yeah. the relationship so Thank anyway you. I say all that to say I love you guys love thank y'all. you guys so love much you. for joining us this was a good conversation this this is great. Great. This is great. I'm 
was amazing. I really enjoyed this. Yeah. Thank oh, y'all. Right this is yes. amazing. Thank y'all so much. Tell the people where they can find you. So, um, well, I'm at Katara on Instagram. I am at Losography on Instagram, but we are at themcoolin underscore Coleman's together. Mm. At themcoolin underscore Coleman's. You can yeah. find us right there. Very good. We be in there being things together. Yes. Cool. Cool. Very good. Thank you guys so much for joining us for today's episode of Marriage Be Hard. See you on the next one. Peace.